Have you walked in the door after a long day at the office and your spouse says, we have to talk? The dreaded statement that you don't want to hear from your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, son, daughter, accountant, dentist, mechanic, lawyer, banker, doctor, boss, pastor, or podcast host. I'm going to say it, those four dreadful words, we have to talk. Yeah, it's pretty serious. It's the C word. The big C word. Cash flow. Yeah. What is cash flow? Why is it important? And why should I care? If you don't know the answer to those three questions, you are most likely what we call in the industry out of business. On today's show, what is cash flow? Why is it important? And why should I care? So buckle up because here we go. Welcome. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. You can overcome adversity. You don't have to be beaten down. Stephen has learned the hard way. And after becoming successful, he's ready to help overwhelmed business owners overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, so that you can have the life and business you want. I know how it feels like whenever you just want to quit and say, forget it, I'm done. To overcome adversity, you have to lean in and not pull back. Engage. This is Pull Up and Thrive. And now your host, Stephen Caps. Hello and welcome. We are getting close to the big 5-0. I mean, we're episode 42, so I mean, we're eight episodes away. And I guess if you were 42 years old, you wouldn't be like, oh, hey, I'm almost the big 5-0. But anyways... I'm excited to be here. Another episode of Pull Up and Thrive, and it's you, the listener, that makes me get behind this microphone every other week to put out some content, and you guys are putting the pressure on me, and I appreciate it. And what what I mean by that is whenever you think that you've given all that you can give and you have to dig deep, you find out that there's more in there. And after 42, I think that we're pushing 50 episodes all together, um, including the bonus content. So thank you for the opportunity to share. I, I heard a statement or a fact or whatever you want to call it, that anytime that you're working out at the gym or you're running and your phone rings right in the middle of a show, this might be the transmission guy. Hold on just a second. Hello, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. Yes, sir. Hey, this is Jimmy at East Texas Transmissions. Yes. Hey, we got y'all's little uh, vehicle ready for oh, you. Well, awesome. That Alrighty. is super exciting. Good deal. And look, we're here till 530, but if I need to leave the keys out or whatever we need to do, just call me back and let me know if you want. All righty, will do. All righty, thank you, Steve. Yes, sir, thanks a bunch. Yes, sir, thank you now. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Very interesting. I was not expecting that phone call, but on my last episode, How Do You Get Customers for Life, I had a situation with the transmission. And I swear to you, this was not set up. He just happened to call just now. 
we were in the middle of nowhere, just, uh, I believe, north of a Richards, Texas. In the middle of nowhere, the transmission goes out on our Yukon. Long story short, we I get it to the transmission shop here in Marshall, and I was like, okay, is he going to do the right thing? Well, he did. Jimmy at East Texas Transmission here in Marshall, Texas, took care of us as a customer. So thank you so much for doing that. I really, really appreciate it, Jimmy. So if you have trouble with your transmission and you're in East Texas, I recommend East Texas Transmission in Marshall, Texas. Anyways, I heard a statement or a statistic. Anytime that you're running or you're exercising and you want to quit, you want to stop, and you think that you're giving it all that you've got, They say that you have only given about 40%. You've got 60% more that you can give. So every episode, you know, really, I mean, I feel like, well, this may be it. (laughs) This may be the last one. But as I'm forced to dig deeper, and whenever you have a trainer or a coach, they force you to dig deeper. And if you have not reached out to me and said, Steve, I really feel like I need to do this. I want to take my life to the next level because I'm only living at 40%. Reach out to me at connect at stephencaps.com or go to my website and go to the coaching tab and I will drop a link in the show notes as always. What is cash flow? Why is it important and why should I care? Probably one of the best explanations of cash flow that I've heard is imagine you have a swimming pool, okay? And the swimming pool has water in it and you have a pipe with water coming in, filling the swimming pool. But you also have a pipe of the water going out. So the objective is not to have a dry swimming pool. So managing that cash flow is super, super important. It's not just cash. It's not just cash flow, but it's managing that flow because you do not want the swimming pool to be empty because if you go to do a cannonball and there's no water in the swimming pool, that is very bad. And we do not want our businesses to be drained of cash flow. So What is it? Why is it important? And why should we care? It is the span in between the time that you get a deposit until you get another deposit or you finish your job. And that's challenging because you have to have enough jobs in your pipeline coming into the swimming pool with not too much money going out. But as you're getting started, how do you fill that pipeline, which that's not necessarily what this, what this show is about right now, but you got to have enough jobs coming in, enough water in the swimming pool that it does not exceed the water going out. But I'm going to just take a real nuts and bolts approach like I do in every episode. How do we manage cash flow? There, there's six things that I do on a regular basis. Again, I'm not, I didn't read an article and then, and then this is what they said in the article. I didn't read a book, which books are great. And I read, 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 read because leaders are readers. But these, this is exactly what I do. 
in our businesses, this is exactly what I do. Number one, you first of all have to take responsibility. You and I have to take personal responsibility. No matter what we have in our business, no matter the point that we're in, the stage that we're out, at the end of the day, it is our responsibility. We cannot say, well, my bookkeeper or my accountant or my employees trying to blame everybody else. If that is you, you need to go back to episode 38, no excuses. Because if we want to win, if we want to succeed, if we want to ring the bell of excellence, we must take responsibility and stop making excuses. The bad news The bad news is that the position that your business is in right now is a culmination of the decisions that you have made, the the folks that you have hired. Whatever position your business is in, it is your fault. I was on the phone with a, a business owner and I asked him, how would you say that the health of your organization is right now? And he says, uh, we, we've, we've got a temperature. Well, whatever condition your business is in, it is your fault. Because business 101 is everything rises and falls at leadership. If there's a problem, it's the leader's fault. But I got some good news. I got some really good news. Not only are, are we the problem, but we are also the solution. We can fix this stuff. So we have to take responsibility. We cannot put it off on the bookkeeper, on the accountant, on the IRS. We have to take responsibility for ourselves. So that is the foundation of being able to manage cash flow and crush it in the marketplace. Because I don't care how good you are at your craft. If you cannot manage cash flow, you are out of business. You are out of business. Cash flow is, managing cash flow is a more art than science. It is not just do these five things and bam, you are mastering the art of cash flow. It is more art than science. And as I, un, as I unpack this today, you will get more of an understanding what I'm, what I'm saying there. And number two, you have to use bookkeeping software and not a shoebox, okay? We have to keep track of expenses, payroll, taxes, invoices, quotes, and we need to be able to access it quickly because if it's in a shoebox or it's all in a paper form, it's going to take you hours to get simple answers where if, like you use QuickBooks like we do, we've been using it for 18-plus years, and I can easily look up how much have we spent on, on a particular vendor or on a, a particular class or, or how much money a certain a customer has spent with us. You can look at all of the important things very, very quickly. So you must use some type of accounting software, something where you can get answers to all of your important questions Fast, real fast. And number three, you have to pay attention. Now, 
Everything that I'm going to talk about is simple, basic stuff. And sometimes that loses people because they are looking for the magic key or the hidden secret of the rich. The secret is that there are no secrets. It is putting in the work because what separates the men from the boys is that those who put in the work. And if you can take the simple things and put in the work, you will crush your competition. You will ring the bell of excellence in your market. So you have to pay attention. Now, I have a checklist, I will call it. This is exactly what I do. How much cash do we have on hand right now? What is due in payroll taxes next month? Okay, I am projecting or I am looking a month ahead because I can go into QuickBooks. I can see how much my payroll tax will be, how much in sales tax is due. What are the total bills due? So in the next 30 days, these are all the bills that are due. Then I look at what bills are due this week. And then is there a really large bill or a huge expense that we don't normally have, but I really got to keep that in mind. Like we had to bring in extra uh, gate openers for a particular job. Maybe it says we have a ton of money in the bank. Well, we have a $10,000 bill that is due in about three weeks. So you want to be aware of what is coming up. I hate surprises. Whenever you look at your checking account and you're like, oh, We have all this money. I'm going to spend it. And then you spend it and a bill comes due and you don't have the money. Do not do that. I have done that in the past and that is very poor stewardship. And while while I'm on this subject here, do not use your vendors as a bank. Let's say that you get a $10,000 deposit, but you have to buy equipment that's seven or $8,000 for the job. Don't spend all of your money and say, oh, we will uh, finish the job and I'll pay it with my last draw on the job. But what happens is that the job runs long. Things happen and you're not able to finish, so you're not able to get paid when you thought that you would get paid. But now the money is spent and now you can't pay your vendor. Do not do that. How much cash do we have on hand? How much is due in payroll taxes, sales tax? Overall bills that are due, bills that are due this week, any large expenses, make sure to set aside monies for those large expenses. Number four, have an accountant in your corner, a professional, not a buddy or or someone that you know in passing or worst yet, someone from a Facebook group. I'm in several different Facebook groups and there's guys in there all the time asking questions that they should be asking a tax professional. Have an accountant in your corner with the heart of a teacher because then they can see the big picture of your business. They can help you make wise decisions where it comes to paying taxes and keeping you out of the crosshairs of the IRS. And they have multiple clients probably in your, in your area, so they have a good pulse on the marketplace as far as wages and expenses and overhead. Use them as another 
key to your board of directors, someone who has insight to your business that can give you wisdom and real answers to your specific needs and problems. Number five, plan ahead. Now, let me say this. All of these tips, all of these things are working together. It's all the little things working together to give you a good pulse on your business, to let you know where you're at and and where you need to go. So planning ahead, okay? If you're in a seasonal business, which really every business is seasonal, you have peaks and valleys, so you want to plan accordingly. Now, what I'm about to say will relieve more stress than almost anything, having a pile of cash. There is nothing better than being in a super strong cash position. You want to pile up cash. Whenever you sell the big job, don't spend all the money on a new truck. Whenever you sell the big job, don't go, oh, hey, we're going to pay off this $20,000 whatever, which if you're able to do that, great. But plan ahead. There are very few things in business that are more valuable and more comforting and they relieve more stress than a pile of cash. Pile up the cash. And and then you want to look at what monies are coming in in the next two weeks. What jobs are you finishing up in the next two weeks? What jobs are you finishing up in one week? And what jobs are coming in or finishing up in the next month? So, so you have one week, two weeks, and a month. You have a pulse on what's coming in. Now, let me say this. Do not spend money that you don't have. Oh, we will be finishing the Johnson job here in about three weeks, and we will be getting a $20,000 check. Oh, so why don't we spend $15,000? I know that that will leave us thin for a few weeks, but we'll be good. What happens every time, every single time, is that you spend that big chunk of cash and then something happens and you're not able to finish the job, the customer doesn't pay, or all these things happen. Do not make decisions based on money that is not in the bank. Do not do that, which that leads us into number six, which is probably the most controversial one out of all of them, and I'll probably get pushback on this one. Avoid debt. Yes, avoid debt. Debt adds risk, period. Whenever folks are calculating borrowed money, they don't figure in the risk. Because every time someone tries to sell me on the, on the concept of debt, they only focus on the upside. You have to spend money to make money. We're spending other people's money, so it's like free money. I had this piece of equipment that I needed to buy. We were making a product for a major a manufacturer in the South Texas, and we were having to outsource one of the processes. We needed a 200-ton press. And everywhere I was looking, you could pick up these things all day long for fifty, sixty, a hundred thousand dollars. But I was like, I am not going to borrow the money to do it. So we looked for more than a year. And then one day I 
find a 400-ton press, so it's way more than what we need, and it was a very small footprint. It was it was pretty tall and heavy, about 40,000 pounds, but it was more than we needed, but it worked perfectly, and it was only 6,500 bucks. If I would have borrowed the money, I probably would have spent 50000 Avoid debt because if you have a bunch of payments every month, all of your money that comes in is going out to pay the payments. So avoid debt. Avoid lines of credit. Lines of credit, I have made the mistake. We are getting this line of credit only to use to buy XYZ equipment or XYZ material. But what happens every time is that, oh, I forgot about taxes. Let me just do this this one time. I will just use it this one time because I forgot. So you take the money from the line of credit, pay your taxes, everybody's happy. But the next month you forget too. Oh, I will just do it this one time. And then before you know it, the line of credit is maxed out and you can't buy the material that you need to buy, which was the whole reason that you got the dad blame line of credit. So avoid debt. Using debt makes you sloppy because you don't treat it like real money. So let's, let's put a bow on this. Six things to do to help you manage your cash flow. Take responsibility. Use bookkeeping software and, and not a shoebox. Pay attention, have an accountant in your corner, plan ahead, and avoid debt. If you can do these six things, you too can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Until next time, I'm Stephen Caps. You're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive with Stephen Caps. Life's tough. Life's unfair. And the sooner that we can all realize that, the better off we will be. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and on other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. And be sure to hit the website at stephencaps.com. Remember, never judge a person for their mistakes. Judge a person on how they fix them. Till next time.